a Higher Things Reflection for the Tuesday after Trinity, June the 6th, 2023. He foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of the Christ, that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. Acts chapter 2, verse 31. In the name of Jesus, amen. When Jesus met two of his disciples on the Emmaus Road after his resurrection, he taught them how to read the Old Testament, to read it with eyes, hearts, and minds fixed on Christ's death and resurrection. These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the Law of Moses and the Prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. When Peter delivered his sermon in Acts 2 on the day of Pentecost, he was preaching what he had heard Jesus teaching, that all of God's promises and prophets' words of the Old Testament are found and fulfilled in Jesus. In today's reading from Acts 2, Peter quotes two Psalms of David. First is Psalm 16. What's Psalm 16 about? David and Peter tell us. It's about the Messiah, the Holy One, Jesus. In Psalm 16, David foretells what Jesus, the Son of David, will do. He will die and be buried, but he will not see corruption. Jesus was not abandoned in the grave. Jesus rose again from the dead, and in doing so, Jesus, the Son of David, fulfills David's words. Psalm 110 is the next psalm quoted by Peter. The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Psalm 110 is another messianic psalm pointing to the work of Jesus the Messiah. Peter moves us from Jesus' death and resurrection to his glorious ascension and his reign on the throne of heaven. In Psalm 110, David proclaims the victory and triumph over the enemies of the Lord. Which enemies are those? Sin, death, and the devil. By his dying and rising, Jesus stomped and crushed the serpent's head underfoot as Moses recorded in Genesis 3.15. And in his ascension, Jesus reigns as our victorious, crucified, and risen King forever. Peter's sermon reminds us that when we go into the Old Testament, we see the work of Jesus already foretold, so that when we come to the New Testament, as in Peter's own sermon here in Acts 2, we see the work of Jesus fulfilling the scriptures for you. David points us to Jesus, the son of David. Peter points us to Jesus, who is both Lord and Christ, and who was crucified, rose from the dead, and ascended where he rules and reigns for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. With tragedy, sickness, and political unrest everywhere around us, it can be difficult to find hope. Newspapers and social media seem to be plagued with headline after headline of sin, death, and destruction. How can we find hope in these seemingly hopeless times, and how can we provide hope for others? Reverend Dr. Matthew Harrison provides encouragement in his book, Take Courage, Hopeful Words for Hopeless Times. He reminds readers of God's words of hope and promise and points us toward trusting in Jesus during our temporary earthly struggles. Take Courage, now available from Concordia Publishing House.